BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. It's now time for News Headlines with Molly on The Big Party Show on Channel uh, It looks like Omaha police... It took Omaha police 40 minutes to find the home of a man uh, that held three people hostage last Friday. And as a result of that, a state investigation is underway to look at the 911 response times. Now, the investigation is not about the dispatchers or the first responders, but the technology that they think failed in that situation. So police were originally directed to a church at 150 in Blondo last Friday after a 911 call came in. But the cell phone actually came from a home nearly a mile away where a gunman killed two men and then himself after taking a woman hostage. Yeah. So Nebraska's public service commissioner is in, uh, is part of the investigation. And then Douglas County officials, they're preparing to ask voters to approve a bond issue to update 911 call centers. I think we should, right? I mean, yes. it's very important. It's 911. So yeah, but here's what's interesting. They're, they're okay. saying this is that it, your wireless bill... It's funded by a 45-cent monthly surcharge on customers' wireless bill. We're all paying this 45-cent monthly surcharge on customers' wireless bills. It's called the Wireless E911 Fund. The fund helps pay for equipment services and maintenance needed to provide wireless 911 service. Uh, They say as of 2014, the latest one available, the fund had about $15 and was paying about $6 million a year to local agencies and wireless providers. The Douglas County Center received about $385,000 in 2014 alone. So I'm just saying, where where's is, the money? Where's the money? Well, we what's need this a bond. Now what was the joke? <laughs> <laughs> it's not a minute to spare. We got to fix that. Yes. So uh, the equipment could help improve this tracking of wireless call locations. They're saying 72% of 911 calls in Douglas County are coming from wireless phones. Yeah. Pretty important stuff. Uh, Nebraska lawmakers voted to establish a prescription drug monitoring program to help curb the practice of doctor shopping here in Nebraska. It is a law that is going to require pharmacies to report the distribution of all controlled substances into an online monitoring system. It's a database that will help pharmacies have access to patients' names and the dates of their prescriptions, where they were issued, if they were filled, and the strength of the drug prescribed. The bill will become a law immediately with the governor's signature. We Another- got a, uh, an email from someone talking about the amount of drugs, I guess, that people use around here. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's uh, Just in the United States, they say the U.S., uses 98% of the world's supply of Dilaudid, which is another, I mean... Yeah, Dilaudid is pretty serious stuff. 98%? Yeah. We're just drug addicts Oh, yes, we are. Wow. It's 98%. What's the pain that we're trying to blot out? I don't got no pain. There must be people with pain, some type of, I don't know, it's... It's sad you hear these stories. The story behind this law is um, local uh, Senator Sarah Howard. It was her sister. She actually passed away due to an overdose. And it was um, stemming from she got prescribed pain uh, killers when she got in a car accident. Okay. And then it just became a problem, an unmanageable problem that ended up costing her her life. That sucks. And so this is sort of it was a passion project for Senator Howard. 
Um, and a lot of people, you know, have that same kind of story. It's it's silly stuff like, oh, I had, you know, neck surgery or I got in an accident or I hurt something and they gave me a little something to take the edge off. And the next thing you know, they were, you know, they they felt like it was a, a, a dependency that was getting out of hand. God, geez, I remember a long time ago when I got my had my shoulder surgery. I was mm-hmm. on that Percodan. Yeah, taking it way too much uh, for pain. It doesn't kill pain sometimes. And then uh, I talked to the doctor, and that was the key to it all because he's like, "Oh well, we're taking you off this stuff, and we put it on Percocet instead." Which Percodan is a highly addictive narcotic, and that could have turned into something terrible. Mm-hmm. But the doctor fixed it. So are these people not talking to their their doctor? No, what they're they doing is... They just want it and want it and want it? They're doctor shopping. Ugh. So once your doctor is like, you know what, I'm cutting you off, then they go and they find somebody who will give it to them. Next time I make that sound, Jeff, slap me. I just remember Ugh. when you got your tonsils out and they said, what's your pain on a scale said of 1 10. to 10? And you were like, 11. <laughs> they're like, this is also people who have bone cancer. And you were like, 11. <laughs> And they gave you drugs for something. What was that? You had some kind of liquid drug. Oh, jeez. I don't even remember. You were all whacked out. Uh, no, morphine. I've never had morphine, but I've always wanted to try it. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I'm like, no. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> You're like, okay. Morphine? I don't know what that does. I see it in war movies party, all the time. I'm is, like, give it to me. Party is once. Jack Black from Tropic Thunder. <laughs> <laughs> out in the forest. Like, oh, man. Drink bat blood to try to get the... out. Well, they they prescribed you when you got your back or neck surgery, Jeff. Didn't they prescribe Jeff you something? Jeff didn't take anything. They didn't give me crap. They didn't give you anything. I had something. You had I, something. Okay. I remember. I don't when like I was the feeling in recovery though. You had that button. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's the and button. And you could give yourself a sh- you could give yourself a blast of a it. morphine every. Listen to me, I'm getting excited. I know. I, the reason why is because the movies I watch with uh, like the war movies, how they. And, you know, they take away all the pain. I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm not a drug. I don't like feeling drugged up. I don't like anything like that. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I've, I've never had morphine before. Well, it sounds um, like you really are excited to give it a try. <laughs> well, i got to get hurt pretty bad, <laughs> you know. Cut to him taking a hammer to his hand later today. I think I need morphine. No, they won't even give it to me for that. It'd have to be, uh, you didn't hit it once, Jeff, to, to oh, wipe yeah. out your pain? Oh, yeah. Is oh, it sure. just, uh, just numbs you up, huh? No pain? I can't look and listen to the pill head <laughs> no, over there. No, head. I don't Come do that. On, man, tell me about it. <laughs> T minus to drug town. Well, the thing that I hate about that one to ten pain, right? Mm-hmm. They should describe it a little bit outside of faces. You oh. know, because that's what they do—the faces, mm-hmm, the panel. You know, and generally, when you're in any type of pain, ten is always going to be my go-to because I hate pain. Mm-hmm. They really so, do doctors based a lot of stuff out. on pain. That's yeah. like one of their only ways of identifying what is wrong with you. Yeah. Pain, mm-hmm. which is sort of one of the problems of like when I initially had to have that neck surgery is that mm-hmm. when I went in, the guy would always ask my pain level and I would say there's no pain. Right. My yeah. leg doesn't work, though. Yeah. I'm dragging it behind me. <laughs> they're like, like, OK, Quasimodo. But they're like, right. But what's the pain level? I'm like, at none. They're like, well, then you're fine. And then we're like, okay, let me drag my leg out. <laughs> yeah, if you have a high tolerance for pain, which it sounds like you do, Jeff does. Well, I can't it's really what, hard. What it is, if it's redheads are more susceptible to pain They're or less. They're supposed to be mo- more susceptible, that redheads have a lower threshold See, I pain. can handle pain. So what does um, that mean? That means that you're supposed to be in pain <laughs> right now when the sun hits you. That redheads are said to have a lower like, threshold. <laughs> yeah. So we would need more pain 
pills. Right. Yeah. That you are more susceptible to feel pain than people with other hair colors. Well, now, I, I don't I know feel if that's for, true. I feel for anyone who's addicted to prescription. That sucks. I can only imagine. I mean, that, that, that's a hidden addiction. Is it not like everything else? Well, I, I mean, you just pop the pills every day and next you know what you're but that's kind of any kind of addiction. Spot, I mean, so. a lot of addictions start off. Oh, yeah, as, I know. You know. Um, but this, this is steps. To, I think this is good. This yeah. monitoring system is supposed to put an end to people being able to sort of pharmacy and uh, doctor shop. Multiple There's, prescriptions from multiple doctors. Yeah. And just to be clear, I'm not looking for morphine. Just curious about okay, it. Okay, just, you know. Just, curi- just yeah, curious. Just curious about You know, stuff. like a guy's curious about stuff. Uh, the other thing that's going away are those popular flame-powered paper lanterns. Uh, lawmakers approved a statewide ban of them yesterday, calling them fire ha- hazards. They're on to, it, That moves it onto the governor's desk. If he signs it, it goes into effect immediately. And what that would mean is if you decide to light one of those little paper lanterns up this uh, this uh, 4th of July, violators could face a $100 fine. What a bunch of stupid stuff they're voting on down there. You know the other deal that they shot down was... Um, somebody advanced a bill. They wanted to make it so you could run uh, for Senate at the age of 18. Mm-hmm. And they said it was completely an age battle down there. Millennials versus boomers. Yep. They're like, hey! So 79-year-old Ernie Chambers and the boomers versus the young people. And the, the old people won. Yeah. They, okay. What is the age then? It's 21 for state senators. You got to be 21. You got to be 30 to become a Supreme Court judge. Okay. Or a governor or the lieutenant governor. They're saying who at 18 is going to have the funds anyway to become a governor. Um, so you can still be a, you can still be a state senator at 21. Okay. But, I thought that the oh. I thought that the age was going to be 18 for state senator, not for governor. I thought it was just for yeah. State they wanted senators. to move it down for state for uh, I think for everything. I think the 18, argument, but it got shot down anyway. It was advanced by by Tyson Larson of O'Neill, mm-hmm. and he was first elected to the legislature five years ago when he was 24. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I think he's fired up by the spirit of... Of the young? Of the young. <laughs> well, talking about fired up, uh, Republican presidential candidate Donald Trump says he may have supported the Iraq War in 2002 before changing his mind and opposing it. Trump made the admission on last night's CNN town hall-style event after being confronted with an interview he did on Howard Stern's show back in 2002. Trump sidestepped questions about his claim last week that President George W. Bush lied to create a rationale to invade Iraq. At the same time, Trump said that the Iraq invasion was possibly the worst decision ever made by a U.S. president. He's also taking on uh, the head of the Catholic Church, uh, Donald Trump uh, and Pope Francis. Uh, Pope Francis was uh, asked a question and um, criticized Trump's proposal to build a massive wall along the U.S.-Mexican border. Uh, Trump quickly fired back, saying when and if the Vatican is targeted by ISIS, the Pope will wish President Donald Trump was in office. Republican candidates battling it out for a position ahead of Saturday's GOP presidential primary in South Carolina. I think it's funny mm. that since you know Trump doesn't have a history as being a politician, that they've got to go. He's not on record. For anything. Talking about political things, you got to go to shows like the Howard Stern Show and roll. Mm-hmm. Through oh, then roll through their old tapes and everything. Conversations on stuff like do women poop? Oh. That's one of the other deals that've been rolling out. Gross. <laughs> Stern's such a dirtbag. Yeah. Stern talking to Trump, asking him whether his wife goes to the bathroom. Oh, did you're Marla, kidding. Did Marla ever do it? You know, 
He's like, not that I've ever, I've never known a woman to poop. Like he said something, something like that. I was like, oh God, why are we having why this conversation? Ask that question. Because you're, t- I mean, that's just dumb. Okay. Howard Stern, gross. Uh, M&M is rolling out a new flavor for the holiday. It's called Easter Sunday, but that's not Sunday like the day, but Sunday like the ice cream treat. Uh, pastel, candy coated uh, M&Ms feature a white center surrounded by milk chocolate. Uh, they're going to be sold exclusively at Walmart, and uh, they'll also be appearing on so- um, and M&M's also offering a limited edition springtime flavor, strawberry shortcake. That one's only available at Target. Now, Hershey is also unveiling a new treat for Easter. They are selling carrot cake Hershey Kisses. Uh, again, another Walmart exclusive. The Kisses have a white chocolate base with an orange coating. They say that they decided to try out the new flavor. Uh, because when people think of Easter, they think of, you know, carrots and bunnies. and they still make those giant Hershey Kiss, the huge one? Yeah, yeah, that one that at Valentine's Day you can get, like, the big Hershey Kiss. Is that full of chocolate or is that hollow? No, it's full of chocolate. Is it really? Wow, mm-hmm. that's huge. I know, I don't know how you exactly you just get it. it. How do you get an angle on that? You know what I mean? Like, how do you get a good foothold into biting into that? It's not even like you could really cut it. I mean, I suppose you could... Lick. Just constantly lick it, like a salt lick, right? You guessing? Licking chocolate. That... How many licks does it take to get to the center of a Tootsie Roll? <laughs> tootsie Roll. Hey, Go Tootsie. It. Hey, yeah. Go it. Come on. Go it. The Big Party Show. It's really funny in the morning. Hilarious, man. Well, Greg, what's up, buddy? Hey, man. Hey. I just called to let you know about that morphine thing. It uh-huh. doesn't kill the pain. I believe that. All it does is make you not care. <laughs> <laughs> is that what it is? It takes away your it takes it takes away the the giving a blank about anything. Yeah, because when I, I got morphine when I dislocated my shoulder and I asked the doctor before they gave it to you because you got to be under a doctor's prescription thing, whatever doctor's supervision. I go, does it really kill the pain? And he goes, No, it just makes you really not care. And I'm like, Oh, and I got it, and I'm like, Wow, that hurts. And I really don't care. That's funny. Okay. Now, Greg, yeah. th- this is Greg, right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yes, do you guys had it in the military? Didn't you guys do? Did you guys still yes. do the the what was it? Morphine? Did you guys have it yes. on you? Or did you have to get it from the medic? No, no. The corpsman corpsman's got the morphine. He's the only one that can administer the morphine. But I, that's probably why it's so addictive. Because when you get it, you don't care about anything. Mm-hmm. Yes. So if you got issues or problems, it's like. I don't care. Yeah, I think really. now they give him a lollipop, isn't it? Used to be that little thing in movies they'd stick you, but now I think it's a lollipop. It could be. A, a morphine lollipop, seriously. You're just sucking yeah, a lollipop, yeah. huh? Suck on this. I guess somebody could have come up and chopped off my foot, and I'd been like, hmm, well, it's gone. Well, that's... Okay. <laughs> that's no, I mean, that's... intense. Wow. But that's the thing. I mean, we all... This is the crazy thing about prescription drugs. Yeah. It gives us this false sense of safety as far as, well, a doctor prescribed it. It's not real drugs. It's not like heroin or like any of that crazy street stuff. It's like, no, actually, it's pure and it's better than a lot yeah. of the stuff out there. So that is sort of the disconnect for a lot of people is that the stigma of prescription drug abuse isn't the same as, let's say, somebody who's got a heroin addiction, even though they are comparable yeah. addictions. I mean, you can have an addiction to a prescription drug, but just because a a, 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 a Doctors writing the script doesn't make it any different than you going and no. scoring heroin. No, in, in fact, my my stepdad died uh, because of a prescription drug addiction. 
Yeah. And he would do, you know, the doctor shopping big time. He would go to multiple doctors to get prescriptions for painkillers. And, of course, he also was using the VA system, and they would send him a 180-day supply of painkillers. Oh, wow. And he was getting it for, and and that's the bad thing about the VA system, the hospitals don't communicate with each other, so he's getting 180-day supplies of painkillers from multiple hospitals Mm -hmm. and going to other doctors. And once again, like you said earlier, if you don't get it for one doctor, you just go to a different doctor, and someone gets you the prescription for it, and when he'd run out of doctors, he would then intentionally shatter teeth to get it from the dentist. Oh, my gosh, really? Yeah, yeah. And he ended up claiming his life. I mean, you you know, you think, what type of life do you have where you're, I can't even fathom shattering a tooth my own. But you don't care. But you know what I'm saying? Like what you just talked about, the morphine, you don't care. That's sad. And at that point, you're no longer you anymore. You are somebody driven by an outside force. Because honestly, if these people go cold turkey, it can kill them. Like I have known people that, you know, have lost loved ones. And I mean, if you go check yourself into a rehab facility to come off of prescription pain medication, they're like, this process alone could kill this person. Yeah, it takes for, yeah. and plus it takes a long time. Yeah. So I know, I know my stepdad's big thing was, um, if you ask any professional athletes who had painkiller uh, addiction, mm-hmm. they tell you that you get so, your body gets so used to having the painkiller that it doesn't know how to filter the pain itself. So when you don't have the painkillers in your body, I remember my stepdad saying somebody just touching his hair hurt. Oh. Really? Weird. Because your, your body gets so used to having it in your system that when all of a sudden it's not in there, everything hurts. Any type of physical contact is painful wow. because mm. the filter's gone. But yeah, like I said, the morphine doesn't make you go, oh, I can get shot 50 times. No, it makes you just not care. Okay. I guess that makes sense. Remember, okay. pain is supposed to be, it's supposed to be, it's protecting you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Pain is yeah. supposed yeah. to be. Yeah. supposed to tell you, oh. Ding you dong. To to yeah. It's a doorbell. <laughs> ding dong. You're hurt. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Greg, it's good to hear from you, bud. Everything good? No problem, brother. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right, man. Well, thanks for calling and sharing your experience. No problem, All right. See you no later. Problem. Thank you, Gregor. Okay. All right. 402-938-9400. we got someone here. Hello. Who's this? Hello? Hello. Hi. What's up? Hi. I'm, I've been on prescription meds for chronic pain. I've had six surgeries in the last six years. It has been a nightmare. A friend found out at work that I was on pain meds. She was caught twice in my purse stealing them. She would bring my dog a bone during the middle of the day and break in my basement window and get them. Um, Ended up, she went to rehab, ended up on methadone, was much worse off. I've had one of my daughters steal my pain meds. I've had their friends when they were in high school steal some of my pain meds. So it's a nightmare. Jeez, what what did you have that they were stealing? I had hydrocodone yeah. and oxycodone. Okay. Those are high-ticket really items. Over the, they were really after the oxycodone. And when my daughter was at her worst, she was selling the oxycodone for $20 a piece. Wow. Yeah. And then I had to have the surgery, and because I had been on the pain meds, 
they had to use different anesthesia. I woke up during one of my knee replacements. Um, and so, to me, they should have every law that they can have. I show my driver's license when I pick up my prescription. The only way I can get them is with a handwritten prescription. The doctor cannot call them in. And any law that they put in place, I'm happy with. Yeah, it sounds like you need to lock them up a little bit, uh, also somehow, so your fam- your family members can't get. But well, did you patch things wow. patch things up with your daughter? No, I now have a restraining order against my daughter. Oh no, that's too bad. All sorry, that. sorry to hear that. All right, yes. dear. Hey, well, thanks. American nightmare. Okay. Hey, well, thanks for calling. Okay, thank you. All right, bye-bye. Replaying all day on your smartphone, mobile device, and at channel941.com. The Big Party Show podcast from Omaha's number one hit music station, Channel Channel 94.1. was approached by some paparazzi when he was at the LAX airport uh, earlier this week. And one of the things they wanted to know was if he thought Taylor Swift should show him more respect after her sort of veiled, uh, you know, call out to him during her Grammy acceptance speech. And Kanye said flat out no. He said that he wants the best for that person, meaning Taylor Swift, um, and talking about how he doesn't think people care about him and her, like uh, about him and her. Uh, in that way, people care about their families, their kids. It's like my music. Listen to it if you like my music. If well, you what like day her did music, he say what, what day did this go down? Wednesday. Okay. So uh, I don't know where you know they were. Because the humble, on this. humble pie started. I would Thursday morning, or at least on Twitter. Yeah, mm-hmm. he started getting humble. Maybe somebody gave him a talking to. Maybe you know, and also traveling. Well, you're right. Jeff, it was Wednesday actually. So that's what it was. I believe because so yesterday the was all those got to humble Kanye. Mm-hmm. Who knows oh, what yeah. he would have said on Tuesday? We know on Saturday he said a lot of called stuff. Her a fake ass. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, and this is also. I mean, they asked him this before that tape became public. So he was going to break the internet. Remember, mm-hmm. he was going to oh. walk off SNL and break the internet again. <laughs> Fifty times more important for a thousand years. He's been traveling a lot, and I'm wondering if he's one of those people where he doesn't travel well. Oh no, no. Does anybody travel? No, well? but no, but you know what I mean. Like there are people where uh, that they they need to be home. Like they just home grounds them, and traveling really makes them kind of crazy and takes a toll on them. They really just need to not. They don't. And I'm wondering if he's one of those people where there's something about being home with the kids with Kim, and it kind of grounds him. Maybe he and was when, just hangry. Kanye, <laughs> you need a Snickers. He needs to make that. That needs that to be a needs song. To be a commercial. That needs the song needs to be fifty times more important. Mm-hmm. No, fifty times more for influential it. for a thousand years. A thousand years. Uh, Rihanna, after her last minute uh, bailing on the Grammys on Monday, there was talk that it had to do with strained vocal cords. But then came news yesterday, nah, that she kind of had a meltdown during Grammy rehearsal and then walked off. Still no word on what exactly was the real deal. But she announced yesterday that she's delaying the start of her anti-tour. Two weeks, people are going to have to wait. Um, so she must be so how many dates got canceled? Two weeks got pushed back. So San Diego, Oakland, San Jose, Houston, Austin, Dallas, Atlanta, Phoenix, and New Orleans. Quite I'd a few. love to see her. God, those are like huge dates. Yeah. It's not like when everybody skips Omaha. No, it's supposed to. It was supposed to kick off in Jacksonville, Florida, on March twelfth. 
So it's not her being sick that's pushing it back. It's something to do with production delays. Like there's something to be said. So she's rescheduling eight dates for May. And it's a 40-date tour that's going to feature, I guess, Travis Scott is going to open for her in North America. European Leg will feature Big Sean and The Weeknd opening for her. I wish The Weeknd was opening for her in the U.S. Um, So it was originally supposed to start February 26th in San Diego, but I guess that's not going to happen. Um, And Miami police are planning on boycotting... Beyonce's planned concert in that town on April 27th. Uh, The police union is citing the alleged anti-police message that Beyonce has in the video for her song, Formation. Are they just going to stand there in a crowd in a line? I know. Like I imagined them so? That's how strange. 1,100 officers are a part of the union, and they voted to boycott the event and urged officers, all officers, to do so as well. So they're calling on like a nationwide, which could create some problems for her as she goes from town to town. I think it's It's art. She's Mm -hmm. an artist. Yeah, you can make statements and art. I mean, I'm with you. I think that it's, it's not a Beyonce town anyway. It's a pimple town. <laughs> Get a cab, Dolly. Dolly, <laughs> we're wide. <laughs> Get it. He had another hit at the Grammys. He's like, man, <gasps> this guy's a machine. I don't understand his hey, music. And it was all about. I met a girl. Get the cab <laughs> downtown. <laughs> and then all the girls were wearing cab suits. And then Sofia Vergara. <laughs> Did you see the size of the stage? Yeah. Oh, my God. They were all dressed up like cats. <laughs> and then Sofia Vergara came out, and she was dressed like Hello, a cab. And then... <laughs> I was like, how is that not a parody? I know. You had Sofia Vergara come out. Hello, Jay. <laughs> oh, my gosh. How does this happen? He's the new seal, though. He's the new seal. He oh. rocks a sport coat with no shirt. Yes, he does. People I like him. him. I like Pitbull. He's funny. He's just a slick dress man. Yeah, he uh, he is put. He's a well put together man. God, what is what, shaved head? What would it be like hanging out with him for a week or even a weekend? I bet he's fun. I bet he just wakes up, puts on a a robe, and goes out to the pool and just I don't know. Mentions, what if he was a real mentions major cities? <laughs> Barcelona. <laughs> Moscow. Hey. Okay, are we are we going there? Are you just Sir Geography test? Are you just saying things that you're sounds thinking like, of? Sounds like you're just saying stuff. Pitbull. <laughs> Maybe he's uh, on the weekends. He likes to. Maybe he reads and sips tea and yeah. like you know what I mean. Like he has this really low key. He doesn't even sound like him. He's like, oh, that persona <laughs> is exhausting. I was trying to get back to read my Atlantic Monthly and uh, to have some oolong tea this weekend, but instead I had to go, oh, dale. Pitbull was, <laughs> is a hardworking dude that was came through the Omaha area about a thousand times that sucks. before he exploded. I mean, yeah. he was always out there hustling, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was. And now look at him. He's worldwide. <laughs> he is worldwide. <laughs> <laughs> They're so funny. Love you guys. Ow. Channel 94.1.